Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. How are you, Russell? I'm good, thank you. I praise my God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And we say, good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day and a new week ahead. We thank you for this time that you have blessed us, added to our destiny, so that every step we take further, Lord, we want it to be taken with you as we walk with you hand in hand. That we walk in your light and never stray away from it. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to shape whatever lies ahead beyond us that we do not see immediately. And we ask for that spiritual intelligence that you guide us and you show us your way. And we ask of you to pour your peace and joy into our hearts. That same peace wherewith we are able to pray, leaving all our baggage behind, focusing on you, staying in the secret place, no matter where we are physically. We connect with you in the spirit, release our faith, and we work with you to step into the abundance that Jesus came to give us. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, this praying family, with all those that are Christians and do not know you, all that do not want to know you. That their hearts be open to receive your light and their steps be turned back to you, like the prodigal son. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our God, the great I am, the one who blots out our transgression the lifter and preserver of men whose hand is not short to redeem us. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the one who taught us faith, who taught us prayer, the one who taught us about a relationship with you, like a father and son relationship. For that is what we are as well. He was the first, the prototype of how our Christian life should look like. Our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of light, life, and truth. The spirit of the living God of El Shaddai. The spirit of victory who gives life to our mortal body, raises us up, and through whom, who's, through whom we are sealed for the day of redemption. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, with the gift of your word, and with angels and destiny helpers, family members, every person around us in our life that represents your presence to help shape our destiny, to shape our nature, our character. We thank you, Lord, for all those in ministry that are guiding us and leading us onto your path. And as we get into our reflection today, we cover and seal every word spoken by your precious blood, Jesus. And I pray that we all understand the purpose of your word. Today we reflect on the words from Proverbs 4 verse 7, which says the beginning of wisdom, and I'll read from the Amplified Version now. The beginning of wisdom is get skillful and godly wisdom. It is preeminent. And with all you're acquiring, get understanding. Get understanding, that is, actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. I like the way they have expanded that bit. 
And that's the one that I'd like to focus on, gaining understanding. Why is it so important? What is God teaching us here today? He says, gain wisdom. Desire it more than any wealth, for wealth can come and go. It can leave us. But if we sustain the wisdom for it, then we can rebuild and exceed that limit of the wealth that we've had in the past as well. When God asked King Solomon what he wanted as a gift, because he was pleased with him, Solomon chose wisdom. And we see that after receiving that gift, he was the wisest king of his time and also the richest. So with wisdom can come wealth. When you understand how and why and how certain principles of the kingdom work. Equally important is to gain understanding as part of that wisdom. God's word is a compendium of prophecies, promises and principles. The three together constitute wisdom that is made available for abundance and for dominion. And when we read the word, we should start with this in mind. What wisdom am I gaining today that I can apply in my life so that something that wasn't working for me now starts to work? We should read with that purpose. That is the whole point in God giving us the word. It is not a storybook. What you know will take you places and what you understand will take you to the next level of your life. Because now you can repeat and reproduce results at will in the kingdom of God when you understand how those results were produced. What is the mechanism for it? What are the critical moving parts there in that scripture? So what understanding do we need? Proverbs, Proverbs 4 verse 7 says, actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension and logical interpretation. And the three together comprise a sound understanding of the word, of any scripture. Discernment of that scripture, comprehending or understanding it, and then logically interpreting any hidden meanings. Just quoting scripture from a book will not benefit us until we understand what it means. What are the key principles backing that scripture up? And then we start applying it in our daily life. So it is not enough to recite our I confess boldly or to say by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, I am healed and expect results when we do not even understand what that scripture really comes from. Where is it coming from? What is the underlying ordinance that God has revealed in that scripture? What you do not understand, unfortunately, doesn't work in our prayer. That's important to understand. It is not just reciting that scripture. It is speaking it with understanding. Then, you only, then only will your conviction back it. Then only does that healing take place. What you do not know will always limit or hurt you. Satan's top weapons are doubt and fear. And the mechanism is lies. He tried it with Jesus as well by quoting scriptures. He quoted Psalm 91 when he tempted Jesus after his fasting. So he will try it on you as well. How do you handle the lie of deception or of deception, doubt or fear? You will handle it by saying it is written. We saw that on Saturday. But God says here, seek discernment to know the difference between good and bad. 
so that when you are challenged on scripture, Jesus didn't need to prove that he was aware of that psalm. He just needed to know how to quote it to shut the devil up. Are you fighting and taking up that challenge, which could be shallow? Or are you using the it is written side of it in a more smarter and wise way to shut the devil that he might flee from you? Remember James 4 verse 7. That should be our battle. So God here asks us to seek to know the difference between good and bad, that which is suitable and unsuitable, a winning strategy and a foolish mistake. Sometimes the line is very thin. And the next is mature comprehension, which helps you link that word that you are en engaging to the corresponding principle or ordinance to be used in that situation. A lot of those ordinances come from the Old Testament. And the New Testament uses a precedent to perfect them. Jesus shows us how to use those ordinances in our life. So we must understand those. He says mature, mature comprehension here because it is a symbol of one. Maturity is a symbol of one who has engaged the word over time and is well versed with it. So as not to be cheated. So when the devil speaks a certain lie with the aim of confusing a person or filling doubt, it is important for us to have that maturity to pick the purpose behind what is being said and not get confused. That can only come as we study the word more and more that we understand it more through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. And the third is logical interpretation so that you can join those dots and apply them with understanding. So that when you say it is written, you know which side of that thin line you are engaging with. So knowing what is God's will and what is not, Comprehending his principles, promises, prophecies to be invoked in that situation. Or very simply put, reading the situation and logically interpreting the complex circumstances in the spirit. So that you are correctly able to apply the principles from the Bible. And respond to that situation. In all you're getting, get that kind of understanding is what we are being inspired here. So that you engage with spiritual wisdom, spiritual intelligence. So that every attack of the enemy, you are able to thwart based on a certain principle that you are aware of. And that's the whole purpose in God giving us his armor as well. It is that understanding that will make our armor strong and unpenetrable. Father, we ask for that edification in our spirit today. So that every time we connect with your word and we read, we ask for revelation. For you to show us what is it that you are trying to teach us today and how we should apply it in our spiritual battles. 
in order to emerge victorious what should we know about those battles whether they've taken place in the past and every battle would then be traced back to something that is mentioned in your word so if we are able to hang on to that word we are able to rise above that limitation and this was the whole reason why in the middle of a storm jesus was able to keep his calm and maintain his joy as well if he didn't know the truth he wouldn't have slept in the boat he would have panicked as well that is what he's really pointing us to in all you're getting get understanding of the word thank you father for that edification that you pour into each of our hearts today so that here onwards our study with the word takes on a deeper level of engagement to seek understanding and as we pray for that understanding we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our prayer group we pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease for all those that are hospitalized will undergo procedures we pray for all families that are embattled in any way we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds including financial limitations joblessness in their lives as well we pray for all our personal needs for every request that has been mentioned on the prayer group as well especially those that will be attending job interviews this day and this week we pray for all those that are undergoing various kinds of challenges with their relationships that they might see your light father they might see your favor we ask for that favor to be released on their life and through your wisdom your light their eyes be opened to the truth we also pray for those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved that they might call on your name quicken them o lord that they might call on your name and be delivered we take a moment to raise our own personal petitions father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us when we release our faith and our prayer and we make this prayer of agreement then you back that prayer and you move to bring manifestation of the answer i encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your faith in your tongue unmute your mic and let the holy spirit take over show your faith through your actions let us now make our prayer of agreement in the spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sadakiya, <laughs> 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 
Shadakadia Maria <laughs> Shekata Brandala Ara <laughs> <laughs> 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The words that were spoken to me this morning. Seek for the higher gifts. Seek for higher spiritual awareness and wisdom. My ways are not of this world. Abide in me. The scripture being given is 2 Corinthians 3, 4 to 6. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ towards God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to claim anything as coming from us. Our sufficiency is from God, who has qualified us to be ministers of a new covenant, not in a written code, but in the spirit. For the written code kills, but the spirit gives life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
if you are enjoying these morning reflections as well as brother Savio's reflections that he shares on the group as well as on our Facebook page, please share those with others whom you believe will benefit from this message. There will always be someone in your family or friend circle who is undergoing a challenge where you know that this message is specifically for them. When you identify that or the Lord shows you that, please share that message with them and let their lives be blessed too. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be that blessing that is broken, the bread broken and shed. Let us be that blessing for everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.